0: Welcome to Variants episode number 8 of Brutal Battle. So as promised, I am doing the second installment of these Black Tuesday Variants, three in each episode. The first one obviously was focused more on kind of like straight up versions of, well the first two were focused on straight up versions of uh, Black Tuesday. It was regular Black Tuesday, it was basically double barrel Black Tuesday And then it was the lead-in for this episode, which is different barrels. And then the third episode that I'll end up doing will basically be introducing additional things. And the final beer of this episode will kind of lead into that. So following suit with that. So uh, not doing anything super crazy on the very first beer in this episode. I think all of these are going to be 750 milliliters. Yes, they are and the first one is uh not seen a whole whole lot especially with imperial stout aging this is black tuesday with rum barrels so imperial stout aged in rum barrels it is 20.8% alcohol as you know you would assume high cuz all these black tuesdays are high all the other ones were as well and apparently this one's done in rum barrels for over a year so This should be interesting because I've never had Black Tuesday in rum barrels. And actually, I haven't had a whole lot of beers done in rum barrels, period. Uh, Especially not just doing like a straight-up Imperial Stout. A lot of times when I have had beers that are done rum barrel aged, it's usually been with other ingredients to kind of like mix in there. So just a straight-up Imperial Stout done in rum barrels should be interesting in my opinion. Hopefully it's good because I know that rum... Can end up having like a bit of a spicy character added to it, which could be good with an Imperial Stout, but I also don't know about with this high of an ABV, how that's going to play out. So let's give this a shot. I want to pour some, but not pour too much because it's 20.8%. So yeah. Oh my gosh. It looks like what you would assume. It's a high ABV Imperial Stout. Don't need to comment too much on the looks, but There's a little bit of head hanging out on top, and it's, for the most part, actually pretty small bubbles, a few kind of medium bubbles when I swirl it up. Uh, Yep, very decent amount of legs on the side. Uh, Comes down very, very slow. Looks very viscous. Ooh. Oh, wow. I smell the rum, and it is giving that kind of little bit of a spicy character that you do get from rum, but it's not insanely strong. It smells like it's mixing really well with a nice kind of dark chocolate note in there. It's a really nice dark chocolate backbone. Also coming through is a nice caramel note in there. A little bit of a raisin note because of the higher ABV. And also a slight vanilla. And I think that's kind of mixing in with the caramel. A lot of the times when I'm in beers like this when I'm smelling uh, vanilla, it's mixing in with a caramel note as well. It actually smells really good, and it actually smells very subdued for what you would assume. Not just for it being a barrel-aged beer, but for the high ABV. Um, yeah, it smells very finessed, very soft for what it is. Uh, it smells very inviting. So I'm going to go in and take a sip of this. Ooh. You know, obviously you up front do get that kind of burn a little bit in your throat because it is 20.8%. But this is, it's going really well. And I'm actually getting, I'm getting that dark chocolate. I'm getting the raisin. I'm getting the caramel. I'm getting the, the vanilla. I'm getting that little bit of the rum spice character. I'm getting a little bit of woodiness from the barrel. And I'm also getting, like, a roasty, almost a bit of coffee finish to the sip. Hmm. This is really good. And it's unbelievably easy. Uh, At 20.8%, you would never know. I would say this is probably 12% beer, so that is insane. Although, as I continue to take sips... The, uh, the warmness in the back of my throat and a little bit of burn is increasing. So it kind of builds off itself, but this is very smooth, very finessed. Mm. I really enjoy what the rum barrels doing there. It's giving it like this slight tanginess on each sip as well. Like, not like a sickly sweet, but like a little bit of a tanginess from a sweetness from the rum. Uh, but it's going well with that dark chocolate note and those kind of like roasted coffee notes as well, because those are kind of balancing it. But you are tasting it, and you are noticing that this is very different for a Black Tuesday. If you've had enough Black Tuesday, you, you'd you be able to make that call. So, um, yeah, I dig this. This is yet another one of the brewery's high ABV beers. That is significantly dangerous because you could just go through this way too fast and end up hammered, (laughs) especially if you're drinking the 750 by yourself. Luckily, I'm not going to have that problem because Rebecca will be joining me in drinking this beer, and I think she's going to enjoy this. So anyway, uh, wonderful. I'm sorry, this episode's probably going to be on the shorter end since I'm just doing three beers and it's just me, but... Hey, it is what it is. I think this is a fun episode because it's doing all these variants of Black Tuesday, and yeah, super cool. But anyway, without delay, let's go on to the second variant of Black Tuesday, and that is Black Tuesday Maple, or as I would rather put it, Maple Black Tuesday, but I'm saying Black Tuesday Maple because that's the order of the words on the bottle. I think it would make more sense as Maple Black Tuesday, but Whatever. It is what it is. And I know I said that I was going to end this episode with the beer that kind of leads to the next episode of these Black Tuesday variants, but I'm changing it up. Uh, The maple is the one that I was going to do last, but Rebecca has requested that I do this one ahead of the other one just because of what she's preferring for drinking order. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and appease her with that. So just know that this was going to lead into the next one, and that being... Black Tuesday done in different barrels with something extra, basically. That's what the next one is. So, uh, this is another 750 milliliter bottle, and this is our first big step down in alcohol content because the last one was over 20%. This is 17.2%, so over a 3% alcohol drop, which I'm not complaining. Uh, I really do wish that Black Tuesday was lower alcohol, so it was a lot more sessionable because it is very tasty. Uh, so the Black Tuesday maple is Imperial stout with maple syrup aged in maple syrup barrels. So notice no bourbon barrel so that will be a first I don't think I've I don't think I've ever had any sort of uh, Black Tuesday that hasn't been in a sort of spirit barrel and I think the rum barrel was has been the first time it's not been in a bourbon barrel and then had something else, you know, going with it. So, all right, let's get into this. All right. I know what it's going to look like. Obviously, it's going to look the same. All right. So, hoping this kind of hits close to, I don't know, their Vermont Sticky Maple, which Rebecca and I are gigantic fans of. Yeah, it looks like Imperial Stout, as I would assume. A little bit of a head hanging out, some... Scant, medium bubbles there. Uh, Comes down slowly on on the sides of the glass because of the high ABV, but comes down faster than the rum barrel one, I will say. Not by like a ton, but anyway. Smells, there's a decent amount of wood notes. Yeah, there's a decent amount of wood in there. Wood, I definitely smell the maple and it's giving it this very nice, sweet, kind of note but it's not super super heavy which I'm enjoying because that would mean that most likely in the flavor it's not going to be too heavy either which would be great but yeah it's got a nice dark chocolate to it it's got really nice kind of light sweet maple it's got a good amount of wood that I was saying I was getting in there which is smelling nice and see if I can get anything else there's a little caramel that's kind of going along with the maple It's got a slight ashiness to the nose, but very, very, very slight. And it especially goes away because of that finishing sweetness on each sniff because of the maple. It's smelling pretty good. And it's got a little bit of a raisin note that kind of carries throughout because of the higher ABV. Now this does smell quite good, so hopefully it tastes quite good going in. Hmm. It's almost got like a slight nuttiness going on in it. I'm going to need to take a few more sips to see if that persists, but. I definitely, as you would assume, definitely get the maple. And that raisin note that I was saying I was smelling lightly in it, I'm tasting more of the raisin than I thought I would based off the smell. But it's not detracting a whole lot from the beer. I'm just surprised that it's that level. Hmm. Definitely some chocolate coming in at the end. But the chocolate note is very short-lived because the maple kind of overtakes it. The maple is very persistent in this, as you would assume, because it has maple added and it's aged in maple syrup barrels. So if you're big on maple... You'll probably be very happy with this. This will be a great version of Black Tuesday for you. I'm looking at you, Kyle Norman. Um, For me, it's not my favorite just because I'm not huge into maple. But I will say because it is maple, it's pretty good for, you know, maple for someone like me. Mm. And once again, I do appreciate that the ABV is lower, which I like. It does get a little sweeter than I want it to on the finish, too, so I think that's kind of another thing that's that's in the realm of I'm not as into this as the Rum Barrel one, for sure. Hmm. Okay. But the last one, the last one that we're going to do, the third and final beer for this episode, I am very interested in because initially I thought it was going to be something super odd, but then I rethought it, and I'm like, oh no, you know what, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be something else, and I'll explain that in a second, but first, I need to announce to you that the third and final beer is Still Black Tuesday. Now, this beer is interesting because it is also in a 750 milliliter bottle. It was waxed, which some of these beers are, but it was like one coating of wax, and then once you remove that coating of wax, There is a dollop of wax sitting on top of a cork that is shoved in the top of the bottle. So uh, the brewery doesn't cork many of their beers, let alone cork and wax, at least that I've had. So uh, very interesting. Uh, I don't know why they did that. But uh, it's it's kind of a cool presentation. Plus the cork wasn't tough to get out, so that's good. Now, what is Still Black Tuesday, you may be asking yourself. This is imperial stout aged in French oak puncheons, uh, and it is eighteen point two percent alcohol. So we're still lower than a lot of the Black Tuesday variants out there. So I am down with that. Um, so my initial thought when I heard imperial stout aged in French oak puncheons, I thought sour. And uh, now maybe that is the case because anytime I've u- I've heard puncheon used, it's been with like a mixed fermented or wild beer so i that's immediately where my head went but then i started thinking i was like well it just says french oak punchins and imperial stout there's no sour or tart or anything in the descriptor so maybe it literally is just a woody version of black tuesday that doesn't have any you know spirit barrel character anyway i'm interested to find out so i'm going to pour myself some and uh because of what i described to you as being the um Format of the bottle, uh, how it's sealed up. I already opened it. I'm not opening it on podcast because it's a lot of work and I just don't want to be sitting here struggling while I'm recording. So, yeah. Anyway, just poured myself some and like no head to it really. Like no head. Even when I'm swirling it, I get like a few bubbles, but it's really just on the edges and they don't really stick around. Huh. Very interesting. There's like no carbonation pretty much. It's weird. Uh, and when I pulled the cork out, didn't really sound like there was much of any carbonation in there either. Huh. I mean, obviously, it looks like an imperial stout smell-wise. Huh. I smell a lot of wood. Obviously, I really smell that French oak. Now, if you didn't tell me it was French oak, I wouldn't be able to say French oak. I would just say wood, probably oak, because most barrel-aged beers are done with oak barrels. Huh, yeah, there's so much wood to it. There's there's wood, obviously. There's a nice chocolatiness, which is coming off as like a dark chocolate. There's a decent raisin note to it because of the higher ABV. There's a slight fig note in the smell. Fig or date, I feel like figs and dates smell-wise are kind of similar in my opinion, it's mainly very driven by that wood that oak french oak it smells pretty soft especially in comparison to the other black tuesday and black tuesday variants i've had interesting so it smells a lot more subtle and subdued and uncomplicated i guess i'll say so i'm very interested to see what this is going to taste like going in oh man that's woody, dude. That's a lot of wood. That is woody. Mm. And, okay, so it's interesting because along with that wood comes the tannins that you can get leaching out from the wood. So it has that kind of like chalky tannin note to it that you get with wines or, or beers aged in wine barrels sometimes. So that's really interesting, but it's mainly just like tannins from the wood, and it does taste that way. So it actually kind of tastes like you're kind of drinking like wood splinters in a way because it's so heavy on that wood character. That's not the only thing on there. I'm definitely getting that dark chocolate. It finishes with a nice kind of like roasty ashiness that's almost going a little bit coffee. And I do like that finish to it. I gotta go in for some more sips. And my first sip, it burned all the way down. So this is one of those Black Tuesday beers that it definitely seems a lot higher ABV. Whereas most of them, it's like super high ABV, but it tastes like it's a lot lower. This one tastes more like what it is. Hmm. Yeah. There is that kind of like figgy date flavor that I was saying as well. And there's a slight molasses, actually. It's like this very light molasses sweetness on there. Um, it's good. I mean, it's, a, it's interesting because it's a very uncomplicated version of a Black Tuesday, which, you know, if, you're, if you've had enough Black Tuesday, when you start drinking that type of beer, you assume that it's going to be a lot more complex and there's going to be a lot more going on. So the fact that it's so simplistic and just so driven by that wood is a little confusing, is a little weird, Um, but it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. And it's weird because that last sip, I took like a larger gulp of it. It came off a little bit like rubber, like there was a little rubbery note to it on the end, which is very odd. Hmm, not my favorite, but oh, and well, well, when we finished the, um, we already, already gone through the, the Black Tuesday, the Maple Black Tuesday, and, uh, yeah, for that one, it got, it started getting really sweet. It just got like, it got too sweet. It really got too sweet as we kept drinking. I think that having it with either with Maple, or done in the maple barrels would have been good, but the fact that it was maple syrup and then aged in maple syrup barrels, I think it was just a bit too much. It took the sweetness to a level that it's just hard to drink much of it. I mean, really, just a few sips, and both Rebecca and I were kind of like, okay, we're kind of done. It's kind of getting overly sweet here. I need one more sip of this. Yeah, it's doing some kind of weird... Still Black Tuesday, eh, you're okay. It's it's okay. All right, so my ranking for this particular episode, sorry, this is on the shorter end episode-wise, but it's just three beers, and then, like I said, teasing it, we have another one coming up, uh, the third one, and I'll actually say all of them have something to do with kind of like wine barrels, so just know that, and that will be three for that variance episode, and then that'll be it for the Black Tuesday variant episodes, just so you know. So my number three for this one is unfortunately going to be the Still Black Tuesday. That's the Imperial Stout Aged in French Oak puncheons. My number two is going to be the Black Tuesday Maple, which is the Imperial Stout with maple syrup aged in maple syrup barrels. And my number one for this episode is going to be the Black Tuesday Rum Barrel Aged, which is obviously an Imperial Stout aged in rum barrels. That was very surprisingly excellent, uh, way better than I thought it would ever be based off my experiences with beers that have been aged in rum barrels. Beautiful beer, really good beer. I would rebuy that one for sure. The other two, no, I don't think so. So none of these, as you could probably tell, are going to actually crack the top 10 for these ongoing, uh, brewery society beers episodes. Um, so I'm just going to roll that into this. Uh, so just let you know, um, Number 10, actually, I don't know if I did this for the last Variance one, but I'm going to do it for this one. So for all the brewery beers I've been trying between the Variance episodes and between the uh, Black Tuesday box episodes and the Brewery Society beers episodes, here are the current top 10. Uh, Number 10, Chocolate Rain from 2015. It was consumed after being in the bottle for four years. That is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Uh, Number nine is Chocolate Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N. That's a double barrel version of the Imperial Stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Number eight is Sweet Magnolia's Black Tuesday, which was an Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with bananas, Madagascar vanilla beans, and Nilla wafers. Number seven, Cherry Chocolate Rain, Imperial Stout aged in rye whiskey barrels with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and tart cherries. Number six, Samoa Black Tuesday, Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker. Number five, Island Time, which is a sweet stout with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose with marshmallow, toasted coconut, and natural vanilla flavor. Number four, Love at Midnight Black Tuesday, which is an Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple, coconut, and vanilla beans. Number three, American Anthem, which is an ale aged in bourbon barrels with peach, apricot, cinnamon, and vanilla, also considered an imperial brown ale. Number two, Pistachio Vanilla Black Tuesday, which is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pistachio and vanilla beans. And number one, you guessed it, Spicy Island Black Tuesday, imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple and habanero peppers which still blows my mind to this day, because if you would have told me that beer some time ago, I'd been like, well, the pineapple's probably good in it, but the habanero, I don't know. That marriage is pure bliss between those two items in that beer. So uh, hopefully people are enjoying this. Uh, I I have a feeling that the third variance episode of these Black Tuesday beers is going to be the most interesting. Based off what I know I have coming, i One of them is a 750 milliliter, one is a 375 milliliter, and the other one is in a very oddly shaped bottle. I'm going to have to check what the milliliters are. I'm assuming it's a 750 or a 375, probably 750, just in a very different shape, and I can explain that to you during that episode. So anyway, hopefully everyone enjoyed this. Thank you for checking it out, and until next time, keep it brutal.